sometimes you keep asking yourself, if I had the knowledge as an MBA, like really understanding business and have a degree on that, would I be this miserable building my own business? <laughs> Maybe not. But hey, we're not always a CEO who has this MBA background. So I feel like I am an unconventional CEO. Oh, oh, Welcome to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores exceptional career success stories, inspiring and insightful personal brand journeys that answer the question, are you coffee or are you Starbucks? Fascinating conversations with leaders about their career breakthroughs from entertainment, tech, media, and more. You'll learn how they've turned up the volume on their brand to unlock success. Firsthand, uncensored, and real, as told by people who've been there and plenty of inspiration and practical tools to help you lead with your brand every day as you drive towards your next career breakthrough. And now, here's your host, personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Hey everybody, Jason Patria here, and you are listening to the Lead With Your Brand podcast, which is the podcast for folks just like you who are looking to turn up the volume, show your value, and lead with your brand to your next career breakthrough. Well, we have another amazing show today. I am welcoming guest Ari Kozierzek, who is a speaker, design queen, and the CEO and head of strategy for Ciclafia. But before before we get to Ari, let's talk a little bit about your brand, the holidays, and stress. I know that it is almost the end of the year, and we are all going frantic, trying to close out everything at work. Some of you have already hopped on an airplane and gone home, and many of you are already in the middle of the Hanukkah celebration. Now, I love food, friends, and family at the holidays, but one thing I know is consistent about the holiday season is stress, and that's where you you need to watch yourself. When we are stressed, it is very easy to come off of brand. Now, I've had the pleasure of meeting the Obamas a couple of times. The first time I met Michelle Obama, I was in Orlando, Florida, speaking at the big learning conference there, and I had the opportunity to sort of tap dance and speak just before Michelle Obama did her first big conference sit-down after the Obama presidency. And the thing that really struck me about what Michelle said was that the presidency does not define how you are as a leader and as a first family. What she said is that the presidency is so stressful and you're under such scrutiny that instead it reveals who you truly are. And that's really stuck with me because I think when we are super stressed out, we are very much who we are, but oftentimes we have so much volume that we go overboard and we come off of brand. Now, I I know so many of you have focused and built your brand attributes. Those are those tailwind words that help propel you forward. You know mine are things like storyteller and showman and Hollywood and super connector and advocate. But you know what? Sometimes under stress, the volume is too loud in some of my tailwind words and they actually show up as headwinds. So I know that I need to watch when I have 
stress that Hollywood and showmen doesn't go overboard and turn into a braggart or being schmoozy. I need to make sure that being an advocate doesn't turn around and become an evangelist or an activist where I'm in people's faces. So when you're under times of stress, Make sure that you are watching and cognizant of your brand because you spend years and tons of energy building your brand, but it can all be erased or eroded in just one moment. So what do you do? I want you to think about and sense when you feel that heart rate, when you feel your cheeks getting red, when you feel like there's steam ready to come out of your head. Maybe it's not about doing something differently. Maybe it's just about hitting the pause button and remembering how is it that I want to show up in this situation. Nothing could be worse than your final interaction with your boss or your team to be something that erodes and is completely off brand for the amazing performance that you've done all year. So make sure to take a little bit of a time out and remember you're always on stage when it comes to your brand. You know, last week I had the opportunity to interview Vibol Hu, who is the chief technology officer for Paramount Streaming, the folks behind Paramount Plus and Pluto TV. I asked him what was his big advice for executives and leaders and people across Paramount uh, thinking about 2023. And you know what he said? He said, rest. We're coming to the holidays, so take a rest because 2023 is going to be a wild ride and you want to show up ready, recharged, and raring to go for another great year. Well, I am super thrilled for today's guest. Joining us is design queen Ari Kajerzek, the CEO and head of strategy at Ciclafia. Ciclafia is a creative and technology agency that helps women-led brands in femtech and direct-to-consumer achieve their goals with their brands through strategic positioning. Now, she is also the author of a top three best-selling book in web design called Made to Sell, Creating Websites That Convert. Ari also serves as a branding and user experience consultant and professional peer in support of fellow female entrepreneurs through the number one ranked private business incubator in the world, 1871 Chicago, and on Chicago's global healthcare startup incubator, Matter. We'll be back in just a few moments with Ari Kajerzek. For over 25 years, Jason has coached, trained, and developed thousands of leaders and executives, helping them achieve their next career breakthrough. He's a featured speaker at global conferences and companies to help everyone bring their best authentic self to work, show their value, and lead with their brand every day. Get more tips and tools at leadwithyourbrand.com. back. We have a fabulous guest today. It is Ari Kajerzek. Ari, how are you? And uh, sorry if I butchered your name. <laughs> totally cool, Jason. Um, I'm good, to be honest with you. I'm excited to chat with you today. And yeah, things are really, well, really good on my end. I'm heading into you know the holidays and all like that. 
Exactly. And so talk to me, Ari, you bill yourself as a design queen and a CEO and head of strategy. So talk to me when you are going out and you are meeting people and and networking. How is it that you explain who you are and what you do? Oh, this is tough. Now, this brings me back in my very beginning, my career and building the company, right? You know, I'm one of those people who don't really enjoy going to networking events in the beginning, but because of you build a business, you kind of have to go out there, right? Network, network, network. Yeah. So in the beginning, to be honest with you, I was just really passionate to tell people about, you know, ways that I would, um, take them along the journey from creating the brand, creating the concept and also like, you know, building that design for their business, most, mostly on the web, that is, with my business. But, you know, they tend to then see how I take them on this particular journey of the project and really see the thoughtful choices that we would bring, the concept that really resonate with them and also their audience. And it just, you know, it feels right. So word got around, people get to know me, people tell others in their network, and they just keep telling me like, yeah, meet Ari, she's the design queen. And honestly, that did not come from me. And people told me like, I'm a design queen. Hey, I'll take that. Um, so, exactly. so I ended up like, building it because that's what people are saying. And that really resonated with me. So that would happen um, you know, in the beginning of my career and also the beginning years of me building the company. But then, you know, after doing this for so long. It's been 11 years and counting now. Yeah, I almost felt like I'm at this stage where I still enjoy doing design. But in order for me to build a sustainable companies, I can't be the one handling every single production on design, right? And the concept thing. So mm. I grew out of that particular role and now I'm building my own team who will be able to take that, and that strategy, that concept, and they will execute that based on my direction, my creative ideas and things like that. So now I'm the CEO and head of strategy at my own company, which is kind of like a little bit weird in the beginning, but hey, I'm enjoying the, you know, the growth that I felt for my own personal um, development and also for the company itself. Yeah. And so Ari, talk to us a little bit about your company. It's called Seeklofia. So first off, tell me where did that name come from? And then tell me the cool things that you all are doing. Okay. So this is going to be a little bit awkward simply because <laughs> I, I made that I made up that name when I was in biology class, to be honest with you, right? And it is long <laughs> before I even know that I'm going to be an entrepreneur, let alone a business owner running my own agency. So yeah, that was the moment when I felt like people can create their own names, people can invent something. Why can't I do it myself? Mm. So that was the first time I have this like, you know, challenge in my head that I can be different too. So I created this weird name that ended up becoming... <laughs> You know, part of my identity, I carry it yeah, through it's your my brand, art right? School. Exactly, and and I think that's part of the reason why we ended up using the name because it's a, it's has an attachment to my identity as a designer in the beginning, and then people just start knowing me by the same name. And when my husband finally says, "Would you want to marry me and also build a company with me?" Like, should we use the name? Like, let's do it. That's honestly the you know the story behind it. <laughs> So you took his name and then you gave your name to the company, right? <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Exactly that. 
<laughs> so now I'm super excited because your business is really all about helping femtech direct to consumer uh, businesses and women led consumer businesses craft brands that delight their customers. So as you think back, you know, going back a few years, what were some of the career breakthrough moments that you've had that helped you get to running your own company, being the CEO of an agency? Oh, man. Um, Some people probably have shared with you how they, you know, created themselves a business from a hobby, right? Mine wasn't so much a hobby. It is, you know, it's my career, right? I started in graphic design and I fell into digital design because I got fascinated with all things technology, all things internet and digital design. But it also feels like I'm doing what I truly love. Mm. I grew up in Bali, Indonesia. I don't know if you know that, Jason. I visited. It's spectacularly beautiful and everyone there is so friendly. Oh, you have been there. I'm so glad. Um, So you know how things are there, right? There's a lot of you know, things revolve around tourism and I couldn't mm. really picture myself being in it, even though everybody in my family are doing all things related to tourism. Yeah. So when I decided to break out of that mold and become a designer, my parents thought that I'll be, you know, a starving artist, which, <laughs> you know, fortunately I didn't end up that way. But, it, you know, it gives me an opportunity to really think what is it that I truly want? And when I land to design, marketing, and advertising, I felt something so exciting that I've never felt before. And really pursuing digital design and web design, all those different stuff myself, knowing that there's something in here. I want to mm. explore that. But the journey has never been smooth, in my opinion, right? <laughs> it's never that. You know, yeah, you know, you have this trajectory and then you have an overnight success. Well, I'm sorry, that didn't happen to me, unfortunately. Um, (laughs) But there's just so much learning, though, so much learning from the experience that I had. Because first of all, growing up in Bali, it was great, but I did not have the support I needed. Mm. So when my husband, you know, proposed to me, and then we start talking about where should we live? Should we live in Bali? Should we live in, you know, Chicago? Because he's from here. I really questioned myself whether or not I want to stay in Bali because I don't have the resources I need to grow. Yeah. So I told my parents, like, you know what? I think I'm going to venture out to U.S. and then find these resources to grow. And they're like, okay, this, this kid is crazy. But hey, my parents <laughs> love me. They support me. <laughs> so I, I really, you know, I'm thankful for that. And that was the journey. That was the journey that I came to the U.S. and really not knowing anybody else beyond my husband's inner circle, right? And branching out out of my own comfort zone to meet with other women entrepreneurs, other women business owners and women founders here in Chicagoland area. I'm lucky though. I'm going to tell you, I'm very lucky. I got to meet so many amazing women who are willing to show me, you know, the ropes, show me, you know, resources I needed and even like mentor me left and right introduction. I mean, it was overwhelmingly good because I finally see the full potential that I can be. Right. So that is, that's huge. And yeah, 
all of those shape who I am today. Yeah. And Ari, talk to me a little bit about finding mentors. I know you said people were really generous, but you also shared, you know, before you got onto this full path, it wasn't like you loved just reaching out and talking to people at at networking things. So what were some of the things that you did to engage with people that ultimately became your mentor? You know, I didn't enjoy networking in the beginning. I felt like it's so hard to ask something, even more so to just start a conversation, right? And when you come from a third world country like Indonesia and seeing, um, you know, Westerners, right? The way we see you guys, Westerners as a superior being, I often feel that I'm not good enough. So that was the very first mindset that I have to, you know, slightly shift, right? Because it prevent me to pursuing what I want. And then also even like to feel that I am worthy enough to be in the company of this amazing woman. It was really hard for me, but I think because you are so determined in figuring things out and you're challenging yourself, what if if I just go to an event and meet one person and see what happened? That was the start, right? When you take action on something, That is the start. But when you choose not to do anything about it, well, well, that's on you, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's exactly what I ended up doing because I felt like I need to figure it out. I know, you know, you have this like imposter syndrome sometimes screaming at you in the back of your head, telling that you're not worthy enough. It's not for you. You don't belong here. But when you just believe in yourself, right, and then push through, you'll be amazed of what the result might look like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all about taking action. I love that you said that. Ori, tell me about uh, one of your favorite mentors. Um, what have they done for you and 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 how, how were you able to keep that relationship going? Oh, mentorship has been quite an interesting journey on its own for me. Uh, the first time I got my mentor was honestly out of the blue, <laughs> I went through a one-on-one business one-on-one course. And in the same course, somebody knows somebody who own a agency, right? The same agency that I'm trying to build. And she told me, Hey, I talked to my friend who also have this agency and I told her about you. And she says, you would like to mentor you. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> yes, please. Right. I mean, like, is this how this, this, this works? I mean, like it, you just say something and then people would actually, you know, come to, to you and offer help. It's like amazing. So that was my first introduction of, you know, having a mentor and, you know, building this mentor mentee relationship. But after that engagement, I also feel like I needed other types of mentor. I need somebody else who is not in the same industry, right. Yeah. Who maybe have you know, created more successful business, but also need to be a woman founder too. Yeah. I ended up going to a, you know, a mentoring program, which I have to pay, which is fine. Right. I mean, sometimes you just gotta, you know, make an investment for yourself. Yeah. So I see it as an investment for myself. I paid a program, um, a certain fee, and then I got matched with a different mentor. And this was, I feel like a really interesting way to connect with mentors simply because everything is more structured rather than, Hey, I will mentor you, but there's no structure behind that. Right. So when there is a set of structure where you share, like, what is your goal and what are your challenges and how they really help you move along towards that different challenges and get to your goal. 
that was the best mentorship program I had ever been on because I finally see how are we tracking some of the things that I have challenges on and then Mm. how did I grow out of that particular challenge? Yeah. Yeah. And now Ari, talk to me about how did you evolve from being a designer, right? Which is really like a craft being able to creatively design assets. How were you able to really shift into the agency space, which is really all about consultation and influence and facilitation. Mm. I wouldn't have been able to do that without the help of my husband. That's for one. And I'm going to tell you why I was so into, you know, creating a design, right. Or no, a set of design or a concept, whatever you want to call it. But at the end of the day, we can agree. It's a deliverable. It's a craft. Like we just said earlier. And my husband keep pounding in my head, like, you have to understand the business. You have to understand why the business need this particular solution. And I would say like, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. It's like, what's the purpose of the house? Like, and I just keep making excuses. Like, oh, it's going to look amazing. People are going to love it. It's like, no, 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 no. Let's step back a little bit and really understand why do the business need this particular service or even this particular, you know, deliverables, this design, what impact will it have to the business? Will it gain more sales? Will it gain customers? Will it be a, you know, brand exposure? What does it do? So I think after years and in years of him just like trying to like get me into, you know, learning the business side of design and, you know, well, understanding business metrics and stuff, I finally understand like, oh, you're right. You can't just create something just because you want to create. I feel like I have this, you know, artist mindset in the beginning rather than really approaching it like you mentioned earlier, right? In a consulting type of um, approach, you're really trying to understand and guide them through the strategy and then the process and then what makes the most sense for their business before investing in specific type of deliverables. Um, so that took a while. I'm going <laughs> to share that. It definitely was not a, you know, a fast process. Let's say, you know, maybe about three to four years. I finally, you know, get accustomed to that and then find resources I need in order to you know, help me understand more, like, why would this be helpful for the business? Yeah. And what's been the hardest part for you about being an entrepreneur? Mm. What's been the biggest challenge? You you said it hasn't been an easy road. What have been some of the obstacles and how have you overcome them? Yeah, there's so many. I don't know which one to pick, to be honest, but <laughs> I, I do remember times where it, it's not going to where you want it to be, right? Be it not getting enough revenue or not getting the right clients or, you know, having the having the worst client and then have to either fire them and not getting the money. I mean, there's just so many different things that happened throughout the past 11 years. But the consistent thing that I would say would be you keep growing every year and you keep having different challenges every year that you have to overcome. And I think in a way it's great because you feel that you continuously growing, but sometimes you keep asking yourself, if I had, the knowledge as an MBA, like really understanding business and have a degree on that. Would I be this miserable building my own business? <laughs> Maybe not. But hey, we're not always a CEO who has this MBA background. So I feel like I am an unconventional CEO. And sometimes I don't know what I don't know. And until somebody pointed out to you, then you finally realize you're right. 
I don't even know what that means. How do I get there? Right. So, um, um, you know, fortunately though, we are surrounded by so many different types of programs, accelerator program, even, you know, business learnings left and right. So it's just a matter of me, like finally making the time and invest in that. Um, but I would say, it has always been things around those parts. Yeah. Now let's talk a little bit about your brand, Ari. I know I love the whole story that people started calling you a design queen, right? So you actually took that from, from your audience, but give me three words or three descriptors that you would use to describe brand Ari. Oh, brand Ari. Mm. I would say creative, mm-hmm. um, straight to the point. I don't know what would be the last word. Mm, this is really tough. So creative and straight to the point. Talk to me about the two of those together, because oftentimes those don't feel like they go together, right? Like creative mm. usually feels like it's it, it's about the journey and the narrative and like straight yeah. to the point is kind of that buttoned up business part. So how do you kind of bring yeah. both of those things together in, in one brand for yourself? Mm, I like that. So here's the thing about me that, maybe you don't know, right? I like to just like get to the point, but I also (laughs) enjoy things that, you know, take me into a certain type of journey, a certain type of story with it. So I think when I say, you know, creative and straight to the point, I want to make sure that in the way I approach any project or like, you know, connecting with different entrepreneurs and things like that and helping them build their brand, there's no fluff really, right? We just really want to make sure that we can get your brand in front of the audience that you truly want. And that is the right audience you want, but also building that connection with them. It's not just about, okay, yeah, your brand is great. This is your baby. Of course, your brand is great. But is it really though in the eyes of your audience? So I tend to just like, you know, share my thoughts in non-fluff way because I want to make sure they have a really good foundation, right? If we say that this is, it just doesn't make sense. You guys, it just doesn't make sense. And they ask me, well, it should make sense because number one, this is my business and I love this color. I had that argument before and I, I (laughs) never argue and it's like, okay, that is fair, but let's take a look at your business as a whole. Your business exists to help your customers, right? And your business also exists to create customers so that your business can thrive without having the connection and building that connection to your target audience, your business will not survive. So after like you know, realizing, okay, yeah, you're right. Sure, this is my business, but we have to also create the alignment and connection with our target audience. So that kind of shift their mind. It's like, yes, now I get it. Let's take a step back and then really figure out what can be you know, the best solution for us to move forward with the project. So I think I often feel like, I don't like it when people just say that we do the project just because we do it. No, we take on the project because we intentionally have specific process strategies that can really help them get in front of their audience. Yeah. And so I love what you're saying because it's really that whole notion that like, it's great that we like our brand, but our brand's really in service of the audiences that we serve, right? And there has to be that intentionality behind it. So Ari, I know you spend time with tons of clients helping them build their brand, right? And their business brands. What are some of the things that you do to help people build their business brands that you think they could use as to help build their own brand as a professional or a leader? 
people will be drawn into the brand because they see it's part of their identity and it will be, you know, driven from the brand purpose. What is it that you stand for as the brand? Do you stand for maybe like sustainability or maybe more on the, you know, social economics and stuff like that? What is it that you truly value and things that perhaps the brand really, you know, against these alignments essentially create connection with your target audience, right? And then build it up as part of their identity. We now do the same thing when we go buy or purchase anything from different brands. And it feels like, oh, if I buy that, does that say something about me, right? If I, you know, am a proponent of, let's just say Apple or Target or maybe other big brands, what does that really say about me? Because things that the brand do on its own being seen in the media get translated, oh, so-and-so love this brand. And it's because they also do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Right? So almost like it's attached to who we are as a person. Yeah. 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 And so uh, talk to me about your own business, right? So when you look at Seek uh, Lafia and then you think of yourself as Ari, what are the crossovers between your personal brand and your business brand? And then what are some of the things that you've altered or massaged as you've really grown your agency? Mm, I love that question. Uh, this does not come, you know, easy for me to figure out in the beginning. And I think when you start seeing how things can get connected between you and your brand, and for for us here at Sekalofia with me, is at the core, I'm a big proponent of helping women, right? Mm. And that comes from me not having any network or anybody else to rely on here beyond my my husband's family and inner circle until I get that support, until I get that my own network is filled with amazing women who help one another. And through that particular engagement, I've grown my company because all of these amazing women keep referring me over and over, right? So it almost feels like there's this big, you know, core around women in my life. And I didn't even realize that until a friend of mine who's also in the branding space taught me about brand philosophy, especially for personal brand. Yeah. And we finally uncovered that throughout my life, as I grew up in Bali, I'm the first out of the three daughters of my parents. And my parents has constantly reminded me that I'm the example of my two younger sisters. Mm. So it's constantly related towards like, you know, that role model for women, right? And also the support for women. And I made it my personal mission to help women grow and thrive in their life and it seems like now it finally become a full circle after we realize oh we work a lot with women why didn't we embrace that before i honestly say i'm gonna be very honest here i i did not want it to get into a niche market or even you know be in a specific industry or offer specific service in the beginning, but it finally makes sense. And I think we all discover that as we grow our business and we finally realize we are very good in that particular thing, or we're yeah. really, you know, we work best with these type of people. You finally realize those and everything comes full circle with what is it that you truly want to create in the world, things that you want to impact on. 
And most of all, things that makes you feel fulfilled. So with all these, I'm going to say to you, you know, working with woman-led finally become full circle, I guess, yeah. for the life of the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really your why, right? Yes. Yes. You know, and I love Ari that you that you talk about that because it's it's sort of like one of those things that we think about with the brand. It's like we want to control who the audience is, right? But really, the audience needs to help us dictate what the brand is, right? Like help we can't say who our super fans are. Our super fans actually tell us uh that we're super fa- that they're super fans of us, right? Yes. And if I can add something to that, Jason, Sometimes people think once you do one brand strategy or maybe you do, you know, marketing strategy or whatever it is around your business, right? It's once and done. No, that's not true. You keep dancing along, you know, the different things that happening in your business along with, you know, feedback you've, you've gotten from your audience, right? In shaping the brand. It's never one and done simply because you keep growing, you keep nurturing and you keep testing new things with your audience. And that's the beauty of it because the point is to nurture the brand, right? From the infancy to baby to toddler or whatever it is until it's mature um, at the end of the day. But when you only think about it like, yeah, I know who exactly my target audience and we're never going to change that. uh, That's a little bit tough. Right, to work with that mindset. So be open in terms of like, just, you know, welcome the feedback and dance a little bit with your own industry, with, you know, your audience as well to figure out what will be the best for both the brand and the target audience. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we've been having such a fun conversation about brands. I'm curious to know what is your favorite consumer brand out there? What is it that you can't live without Ari? This is hard. Oh my goodness. You're asking the you know brand agency person to choose one brand. <laughs> <This is laughs> okay. I will try. So I would say I cannot live without Target. Um, <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite brands simply because they just nailed it in every single, you know, campaign or, you know, the way they deliver the experiences are just seamless, in my opinion. Right. And everything that they do, I admire all the things that they do. Yeah. I'm like obsessed with their app now. Like I used to be the old person that like I wanted a Sunday paper so I could see the circular. Now I'm constantly clicking through and like ordering things for pickup. And then I end up like shopping through because I want to explore everything. (laughs) They're getting really good on online stuff, especially with the delivery now too. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing job. So um, yeah, that's my favorite brand. And so, Ari, tell me, if you were a type of car, what type of car would you be? You're asking the wrong person. My son will be able to help answer (laughs) that, to be honest, because he's also obsessed with car these days. Um, Oh, goodness. I don't know much about cars, but if I can maybe pick, well, perhaps I'll be a Rubicon Jeep. Well, yeah, Jeep Rubicon, that one. Um, And I'm going to tell you why, simply because I'm actually a tomboy, you know, growing up, right? Very much like sporty type of girl and things like that. But I'm pretty, you know, pretty soft in, inside in terms of like, I'm very kind, things like that. But people see me as this like big, tough person and sometimes even like feel intimidated by my presence. I'm not sure why, to be honest, but um, I get it. <laughs> sometimes it's just like, you just need to get to know me a little bit. So I feel like, yeah, if I were a car, I probably is. Um, I probably am. 
you know, Jeep Rubicon. Yeah. Well, I'm obsessed with Jeep Wranglers too. I've only driven Jeep Wranglers for the past 25 years. Nice. Yeah. And so Ari, tell me, what's your best career advice that you'd like to pass on to our listeners? Yes. um, Career advice. You know, there's a lot of inspirations out there, even more so in this digital age, left and right. You see so much resources, right? Don't let that be the only guidance for you. Mm. I would say, you know, really ask yourself, what is it that makes you feel fulfilled? Because things that we see online, those are just the surface. You haven't seen what comes with it, right? What's the day-to-day actually look like? The real thing behind the scenes. So I would encourage everybody to think about reaching out to different mentors, right? There's a lot of different platforms out there now connecting you with mentors. Ask them, what's the, you know, the day-to-day actually look like? I mean, from the looks of it in an online media, it's amazing. I want to have that life. But is it really that way? What makes you feel fulfilled doing that particular, um, you know, position or that role? And what do you really, you know, dislike about it? What's the downside? I think having a better understanding of the holding as a whole, right? A full scope, that is you'll be able to create better decision for yourself and also, you know, think about your own journey for your career in a more comprehensive way that, you know, not just based out of things you see online. Mm, Such great words there. Well, Ari, thank you. It's been such a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom and uh, thank you for everything you're doing to help women-led businesses. Thank you so much for having me. And we'll be back in just a few moments with my final thoughts. Are you tired of not being recognized for your work? Are you ready to rise above the rest and accelerate to the next level? The Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program will help you take control of your career, develop your own unique brand, and catapult you to a whole new level of success. You are a top performer, and the Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program is what you need to get you there. Visit leadwithyourbrand.com to learn how. What an amazing conversation with Ari Kajurzak. She had so many great stories and tips and advice, but what really stood out to me was the advice that she gives not only for herself, but also to the companies that she consults with. Ultimately, your brand is all about answering the question, why? Why should people come to you? And the only way to find that is to ask yourself, Why am I here? What is it that I believe? And what value can I bring? Now, I loved that Ari talked about branding as not a check-the-box and one-and-done thing. In fact, I loved her analogy to dancing. Because quite frankly, your brand is just like you. You are always growing. You are always expanding. You are an organism that is constantly in change. So while we don't want to have a new brand every 
every single year, we do want to do that dance and expand our brand to make sure that we are truly serving our career audience. Well, that's our show for today. If you loved what you heard, make sure you are following us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll deliver a brand new show every single Tuesday. Check me out on social media. I'm at Jason Patria on all platforms, and drop me a note on LinkedIn to tell me what you liked about our show or what questions you'd like me to cover on an upcoming episode. And with that in mind, in your career, don't be a boring old commodity like coffee. Make sure you are a super premium brand like Starbucks. You've been listening to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores and uncovers exceptional career success stories and inspiring personal brand journeys with your host, personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Remember to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us at leadwithyourbrand.com.